Hey, before we get to the show, I want to tell you about a new podcast. It's called How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. It's from LWC Studios, and it's all about the triumphs and challenges of black and brown professionals. Host Stevan Lewis, a licensed psychotherapist and coach, talks candidly about the sacrifices of achieving new heights and the self-knowledge and tools that can make leveling up more meaningful and less taxing. He offers science-based feedback and real-life strategies to celebrate our accomplishments and prepare for internal and external obstacles. With empathy and candor, Stevan helps all high achievers define success in their own terms. You see how I didn't say in our own terms? Because I don't feel like I'm a high achiever, but I bet you are. Find how to talk to high achievers about anything on Twitter and Instagram at Talk to High Achievers and on their website, talktohighachievers.com. You can listen to host Stevan Lewis on our show in a couple weeks. He gave me some really good advice that I'm excited to share. In the meantime, listen to his new show, How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything, wherever you get your podcasts. And now onto the show where we're going to learn how to rewire our brains. Hi, I'm Bob Doyle, and I am a champion for creative self-expression. Bob is a teacher and coach. He might be best known for his work on the book and movie, The Secret, where he talked a lot about the law of attraction. He's not not into that stuff anymore, but he has new language for what he's working on. Now I'm talking about brain rewiring, taking a more biological approach to kind of take the woo out of it, because at the end of the day, transformation happens when your brain changes. I grew up sort of just automatically reacting negatively to things. My mom just sort of taught that behavior, um, you know, to, to be skeptical and to, well, I don't know, that kind of thing. And so I, I learned to filter everything through that. So my automatic way of being, this is even after being in the secret and teaching all of this stuff, is I always had to go through the negative stuff first. So when I had this sort of like awakening moment that, you know, this is about the brain and I am justifying telling myself negative things and running scenarios and I'm, and it's happening on autopilot. So it was just that wake up call. So when I started to tell myself, like I now tell others that when you're in that moment, this is not the truth. This is my wiring, like all of this response and the negativity and the scenarios I'm painting, that's just all programmed in there. So what would I rather it be? What's an example of a moment where you used to suffer and now don't? Anytime I got an email from my ex, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it just would trigger all the stuff associated with that. And it take and it takes me back to a place of like where we were when the split happened and who I was then. You know, and it just is a it was this this toxic chemical reaction that would happen whenever I just would see her name. And I'm not gonna lie and say I don't still have a reaction, but what would happen before was like I'd be taken out for days. You know, literally days spinning around this, worrying about this, being angry, all sorts of emotions. And now it's just seconds where I just go, yeah, I remember that. Re I remember that reaction, but I am no longer taken over by it. I don't have the flood of chemistry that takes me out of the game. And that's huge. That was huge because that was like, I'm going to say that was seven years of suffering. And, and what's the new self-talk in those moments when an email comes through from your ex? Well, that everything's going to be fine. Every like it's uh, years I suffered thinking that, oh, my God, some huge shoe's going to drop any minute. And it never did. And I'm realizing as I look at a big picture view is like, look, I'm everything's fine. Everything's going to be handled. I'm 
I'm reading into a lot of things based on old ideas, old memories, old perceptions of her, old perceptions of me, just basically seeing that the upset part of this is optional. And Bob says to avoid these negative emotions, this negative self-talk, the key is to put yourself in that position. Just imagine like what it's going to be like in these moments and just rehearse. Can you get really granular with this rehearsal? Like, what do you mean when you say that you've rehearsed it? So let's say that you've got, let's say you've got a day ahead and maybe you're meeting with somebody and it's, uh, it could be your mom. And every time you meet with your mom, Mm -hmm. she triggers you. Like, this is a big thing. I mean, the most powerful, empowered people, when it comes to their family, you know, their mom can give them a look and they feel disempowered and defensive and all of those things. So let's say you're going to have lunch with your mom. You do it every week and you just kind of, there's this little sense of dread because every time you do, you leave feeling crappy or you get into this same you can plug in your own scenario. It's a scenario where you feel like you might be disempowered given history. So now in that visualization in the morning, you rehearse this whole event coming up, the meeting, how might it go? What might you say? What might they say? It doesn't really matter. You're not, you're not predicting the future. You're running scenarios that might occur that have historically occurred that you know trigger you. And then you get to be like, okay, so let's assume she said this or did that. And normally... I act like this and I say this and I make it mean this. What would I rather Mm. do? How would I rather leave that conversation? If she says that, do I just leave it alone? Do I have to respond? All of those things. This is playtime. You get to do it. It's free. And so that happens over the course of time. You may not get it exactly the first day because you're imagining a whole new way of being. Here's the thing about this conversation about rewiring is it freaking Mm -hmm. takes time, just like it took time to get wired how you are. And people get into the personal development conversation. And because of how the industry is and how some of these programs and things are, you know, put out there, they think it's going to happen in seven days, 14 days, 30 days, whatever. No one can tell you how long it's going to take for you to rewire your brain. And the transformation isn't going to be permanent unless the brain is rewired. Anybody can get a little temporary hit. So it is about every day doing this and being diligent until it becomes your new autopilot behavior. I've been practicing this mental rehearsal thing since I talked to Bob. I usually do it when I'm walking home from dropping my daughter off at school, thinking about the day ahead of me and thinking about what I should be doing instead of what I usually do, which is like go home, eat some breakfast, do some dishes, putz around for a while. I'm rehearsing. No, you're going to go home and you're going to get started with your work. Let me know if you have any success with it. You can always email me at Zach at bestadvice.show. That's Z-A-K at bestadvice.show. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you soon.